You're listening to episode 13 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. This week, I have Natalie Walstein joining me. Natalie is one part intuitive astrologer and one part career coach at Soul Shine Astrology, and she's here to talk to us about the upcoming Mercury retrograde, how it affects us, and how we can protect ourselves. It's time to tune in, turn it up, and let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business, and Life, conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith and welcome to another episode. Now, if you listened to the intro and you were like, Mercury Retro, what? Don't worry, I was once in your shoes too. And about seven years ago, I was introduced to this phenomenon. And ever since I've become aware of it, I'm extremely cautious with my communication, travel, and purchases during this time. Still confused? Don't worry. I have Natalie Wastein here to talk us through it. Natalie uses the ancient wisdom of astrology with a modern twist. She helps creative souls align their life and career with their soul purpose. So welcome, Natalie. It's so great to have you on today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Well, I first learned about you and Soul Shine Astrology through your Instagram page. Now, after reading all your posts, I began listening to your podcast, The Cosmic Calling, and I thought to myself, all right, I've got to get this girl on the show. I love that. So Natalie, when did you become an astrologer and how do you use it to help others with their careers? Yeah, so it's kind of a unique focus for an astrologer to focus on career, I guess. I mean, a lot of astrologers, they do kind of everything like relationships and career and literally every aspect of life. But I was going through kind of a hard time in my career and I was starting to question if what I was doing was what I really wanted to do. And I had devoted so much time into becoming a graphic designer and I really kind of hit the pinnacle of where I wanted to be in that career. I had a thriving design studio and I had clients all over the world and it was really amazing and my old self would have been so thrilled but I was kind of feeling like there's more to life yeah. and I didn't know what that could be. And I had a lot of things starting to go really wrong in my life and my career at the time. So I ended up getting really curious about my astrology chart, kind of looking for answers and diving deeper and doing some soul searching. And I'd always been into astrology, but I didn't realize how incredibly deep it can go. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided to explore that. And I looked at my astrology chart and really dove in deep and took classes just for fun. And I discovered that I was meant to help people on a deeper spiritual level, which was like crazy yeah. because yeah. that's like all I ever wanted, but I can never really put words to it or give myself permission to want that. It was just kind of like this hidden aspect of myself that I could tell made me a little bit different from people I was working with or people I surrounded myself by that was just like, I couldn't put into words until that moment. Wow. That was like your aha moment. Yes, exactly. And I started to kind of study more about spirituality and spiritual development and intuition and all of those things. And it led me all right back to astrology because it's such a good way to, it's basically like the blueprint of your intuition. And it tells you all the things you've been thinking, but it's laid out 
like to make it more real and tangible. So that's why I love it so much. And it helped me so much in my career in kind of deciding to pivot to this whole new direction of doing career astrology (laughs) that I decided that it would help so many other people find their ideal career too. So that's why that became my focus. And what an amazing turn of events. Now, it might be beneficial to note because a lot of our listeners may not be aware that astrology is not limited to our sun sign. Our sun sign is what most people identify with to their horoscope, but really our birth charts are a lot deeper than that. We have moon signs and rising signs and different planets that rule different parts of our life like love and communication. And the birth chart really lays all that out. So I'm still learning about mine, but Natalie, I'm curious to know what is your sun rising and moon signs? (laughs) I'm a Pisces sun and a Pisces moon, so double Pisces. And then I'm Sagittarius rising. You're very watery then, right? Yes. (laughs) You're very Very. watery. (laughs) And since learning that about yourself, what did, what have you um, personally developed, you know, out of, out of learning this like full scope? Yeah. So I guess I always knew that I'm very like sensitive and intuitive, but I didn't understand like not everyone is like that. So I used to wonder like, how come nobody notices the things that I notice and how come I can like, just, I totally soak up how other people are feeling everywhere I go. And I'll take that on as my own emotion thinking like, I don't know, just so sensitive, I guess. And so now that I study astrology, it actually helps me so much, especially because people usually love to tell me their sign. And then I can kind of like instantly pin them down. So I kind of (laughs) understand what they're all about. And that helps me not take things so personally, I guess. Um, As an astrologer, I think that works out to my advantage. Um, but yeah, I think it's just so helpful to know who you are and how you behave because it really helps you accept yourself for who you are. That's the other thing that I've really learned from studying astrology is I got to do charts for everyone in my family. (laughs) It was the most amazing experience and like they were crying and I just like really understood them on such a deep level and I just accept them. Like even people in my family that I've had trouble with and I didn't understand them, suddenly I just completely understand them. And I just know like everyone is just doing the best they can with what they have and who they are. And it just makes life seem so much more beautiful when you look at it that way. That is so awesome. And for your clients, do you do the same thing for them? You map out their their birth chart? Yep. Yep. So I do one-on-one sessions and we just dive into every part of your chart as it relates to your career. So how you can use your natural strengths, talents, and abilities to your advantage to basically turn your calling into your career. And we look at things like money and how you're meant to become well-known and what your true dreams and desires are, which it sounds so funny to be telling someone what their dream is, but sometimes we get confused about that or we don't give ourselves permission to want the things that we really want. So it just like lays it all out for you and everyone just says they feel so validated by it, which is amazing. Yeah. Are most of your clients already spiritual or are they beginning their journey or or do some of them just have no idea about it? 
Oh, I have so many different kinds. I have so many people who they've never had an astrology reading before in their life. And so I really just try to summarize it as much as possible and just give them the messages they need. And then other people know all about it. And they're just kind of wanting to get my perspective on it because every astrologer has a different way of looking at astrology. And for me, I just want to make you feel good and empowered. Like you can go after your dreams. And yeah. So that's kind of my touch. I love that. And it's so, it is so positive because who wants to go somewhere and just hear all the negative, <laughs> negative things about you or, you know, which I've, I've had a reading like that before where it was just like pinpointing all, you know, the bad parts of like what a sign could be. And it's just like, oh, Thanks. You know, like, oh, uh, you like, you don't feel good walking away from that. So I love that you focus on the positive, um, the positivity and really help people find, find their purpose in life. And, and you said, you know, to give people their dreams, some people block what their dreams are simply because their fear and their ego is allowing them to take over. Absolutely. Yeah. Even when I learned I should become an astrologer, I was like, I can't do that. People are going to think I'm so weird. Like I can't (laughs) tell people that this is what I'm doing. Graphic design seems so normal, but ultimately it makes me the happiest. So you start to just kind of get out of your own way and realizing also like how much you can help people by really standing in alignment with your calling also helps you just like believe in yourself more because it's not really about you anymore. It's more about what your energy is able to create or help people with. Did you find that life in general just became, I don't want to say easier, but maybe better once you learned this part of yourself? Absolutely. It changed my life. I mean, of course, it's my career. So that, of course, plays into it as well. But I used to be very shy and I'd want to kind of hide behind my computer and just make pretty things when I was a graphic designer. And ever since then, I just feel so much more confident, which is amazing, especially as a double Pisces, like that sign typically wants to hide and so sensitive, like a kind of like there's no boundary or barrier between me and other people so now I just feel like I can handle anything that life throws at me that is so amazing I love that you found that and then reconnected to to your purpose and and go figure you start diving into astrology and then connect with your purpose which is astrology Mm, yeah. So the reason that I brought you on today was to discuss the phenomenon known as Mercury retrograde, which is coming up in just a couple days. So since I learned about this a few years ago, I've become more aware of how it affects me. And that's really why I wanted this to be a topic on the podcast, because I want others to understand it. And I know you'll help them understand it and help them navigate it. So can we start with you telling us what Mercury controls and kind of break down what exactly Mercury retrograde is? Yes. So we hear about Mercury retrograde all the time because it happens three to four times a year. So by the time one has ended and you've kind of forgotten about it, another one comes around again and everyone's going on and on about it and you see it all over social media, like time to hide because everything's <laughs> going to go wrong if you try to put yourself out there. Um, so that's why we hear about it all the time. And basically what is happening during Mercury retrograde is it looks like Mercury, the planet, is moving backwards in the sky. 
um, which means it's also moving backwards on the zodiac wheel. And when this happens, we're meant to go back and revisit lessons based on the subjects that are ruled by Mercury. But the truth is that all planets go into retrograde at some point or another. We just don't talk about it quite as much. For example, there's Venus retrograde and Mars retrograde and literally every planet has one. But we feel Mercury the most because Mercury is the planet that rules over our mindset, our plans for the future, our communications, including news and messages and conversations and writing, as well as transportation and technology. And these are basically all of the ways that we connect with each other here on Earth. Yes. So when Mercury's in retrograde, these wires get crossed and some really frustrating things can happen. So what are some things that we may experience during Mercury retrograde? Well, the number one thing that Mercury retrograde is famous for is breaking down technology or making your website not work or your (laughs) internet goes out. Those are the big things that people talk a lot about, especially if you run a business. They always say like, don't launch anything, don't sign any contracts, don't like get a new lease or something like that. Um, Another thing that can happen is like your car can break down or you can have trouble communicating properly with others. So like you could try to plan something and one person thinks it's in one time zone and another person thinks it's in another. Um, So those are just kind of examples or maybe you're waiting on news for something and it just isn't coming. Um, And another thing that can happen is you can get really obsessed with like a certain idea that's maybe not actually in your best interest, but you don't have all the information available to make a really smart decision about it. So that's why a lot of times astrologers will say to wait if you're going to do anything big. Yeah, I will say a couple years ago, uh, not even paying attention to the time period, I needed a new MacBook. And I I went out and I per- actually I, I ordered one online from Apple, you know, customized it to the T. I got it. And when I went to turn it on, it was dead. And it just like mm-hmm. did not work at all. And when then it kind of like, oh my gosh, I just bought my computer during Mercury retrograde. <laughs> and so it's like one of those technology things that I make sure I never do again. I like, I won't buy any big technology per- uh, purchases during this time period. Yeah, it's good to try not to do those things. Although sometimes you like actually have to do do it. Yeah. That Mercury retrograde is saying not to do. For example, maybe it's time for you to rent a new office and like you have to sign the lease. Like, what are you going to do? You're not going to like wait on it, especially if you feel really good about it. And so I just kind of see Mercury retrograde as a suggestion. And really what's happening is we're revisiting our thought patterns around certain subjects. And so it's kind of like we're downloading a message around something that we could do better in the future. So for example, you might sign the lease, but you're not going to end up being in that space forever or something's going to change down the line. That's going to make it not as, not of not a great space as you thought it was going to be or something like that. So I don't think you should be like super afraid of it, like hiding and like purposely not using a computer or driving a car or anything like that. But it is always kind of nice to have something to blame things on as well. <laughs> right. You can always okay. say Mercury oh, retrograde. <laughs> Go figure. Now, how long does Mercury retrograde typically last? 
It's about three and a half weeks. However, there is something called a shadow period. So basically what's happening, if you saw an astrology chart, Mercury goes over this certain amount of the chart and then it goes back over it and then it goes back over it again. And so when we're in the space that it's going to be going back over again, that's already the shadow period before it's even begun. And then when it's over too, there can be kind of like residual effects from it. So you're not necessarily out of the gate right away when it goes direct. And the other thing is that Mercury goes really slow right before it goes in and out of retrograde. So there's kind of this buffer period before things really start moving forward again. Wow. So for the people listening, how can we kind of work with Mercury retrograde um, for the next three and a half weeks, especially because it it falls over Thanksgiving, a time where, you know, there might be more travel, um, families together, you know, there may be more arguments. So how can we really protect ourselves and make sure that we're working with the retrograde and not against it? Yeah, that's a really good question. I feel like retrograde periods are the best for reflecting and revising and going back and just kind of using it as an experimental time in your life. Because usually what Mercury is all about is getting us to go, 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 like keep striving and achieving and moving forward and planning bigger and better things. But when it's in retrograde, we're really being asked to go within and check in with ourselves and um, just kind of revisit our thoughts about the world. And Mercury retrograde falls in a different sign every time. So it's kind of like a different subject or topic to look into. And this Mercury retrograde that's starting up is going to be in Sagittarius, which is all about, you know, following your curiosities and your passions and expanding your horizons in new and exciting ways. However, if we're always doing that, we're just always evolving and growing. We're not taking the time to really kind of savor what we've learned and appreciate the opportunities that we already have in our lives. So kind of giving yourself a break and like permission to slow down and not charge ahead so quickly with things is a really good place to start. Um, And also just be open to the idea that things might not be as they seem, like they're still evolving and changing. And the like thoughts and ideas and projects you're working on, there might be a really important element to it all that you're kind of missing, but you almost need to go through this time of confusion to really appreciate like the right way to do things, I guess. Um, Because when we're just always going and moving forward, we're not always stopping to think if where we're going is really the right direction. It's kind of a a cool thing that it's happening before the end of the new year too, because what a perfect time to just take a break and step back and, and reflect. Yes, especially in the sign that's all about new horizons. It's kind of like checking over the horizons you've already explored and seeing if there's any other kind of hidden gems of wisdom that are still waiting for you within that. You mentioned that Mercury controls things like travel. And because Thanksgiving's coming up with a lot of, you know, it's a traveling holiday for many, how can we protect ourselves during that? Should we leave sooner or double check our itinerary? What are some tips for that? Yeah. I mean, I think that's always good to allow yourself more time in general in life Um, and especially during Mercury retrograde. But I cannot tell you how many times I've ended up flying on a full moon that was also the first day of Mercury retrograde. That's happened 
so many times and it's never been like a bad thing. I mean, the trip ended up being kind of a reflective period for me, which usually when you go on a trip, you're trying not to work as much anyway. So it can almost be helpful, but I will say, try not to plan a trip for the future. If you already have one plan that you plan before Mercury retrograde, you're going to be fine. Like, don't worry about it, but it's not good to be like, kind of making a lot of plans for the future during that time. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so how can we how can we really use this information to better our life? Not just for this retrograde, but for any retrograde that comes up. Yeah. Like I said, it's really a time not to be just pushing forward and moving forward all the time so quickly. That's such a kind of an old school way of looking at things is like pushing and controlling and always needing everything to go perfectly according to plan. And the universe is not really like that. It's more about flowing with the energy that surrounds you. And that's what's so great about astrology is we can use it to really see times when we're meant to kind of take a step back and allow things and reflect and not feel like we always need to be like perfectly calling all the shots. So it's just a good time to kind of like go easy on yourself and have grace and take that time to go inward. And that's not something we always give ourselves time to do, but it's so necessary because oftentimes that's where your juiciest ideas come from is when you're taking a step back or you're on a break or you're in the shower. It's not necessarily when you're at your desk in the middle of work that your best ideas are going to come to you. Yeah. So right, you said it's going to be in Sagittarius, but how does that affect people in different signs? Does it affect us all the same or is it different for each person? Yeah. So there's a collective meaning that affects us all. So Sagittarius, like I said, is about expansion and new ideas and following your curiosities. And that goes for all of the signs. But there's also kind of like another layer to that, which affects each of the signs differently based on where this Mercury retrograde would be on your astrological birth chart. And this is where things get pretty like deep and complicated. But for those of you who are semi familiar with astrology or you even have your chart, you can look at where on your chart Sagittarius falls and it falls in a certain house, which is an area of life that it will affect for you the most. So for example, for Sagittarius, it's in their sign. So that's their identity and their sense of kind of inner power and drive and the way they portray themselves to the world. So they might actually be questioning like, who am I? (laughs) Um, So it can get, it's different based on your sign and it gets pretty in depth, but that can also help you see like, what is the message you're meant to be downloading and what area of your life are you meant to be revising or revisiting? Yeah. So we can all maybe... we, we feel it generally the same way, but we may feel it deeper or not as much depending on, on our birth chart, correct? Yes, definitely. Okay. Awesome. So we, we know what to expect now. We know what's coming up. We know it's a time of reflection. Any other tips that you can give our audience to kind of, I don't want to say survive this period, but maybe flow <laughs> through it with grace. Yeah, I think just understanding that everything is not 
as it seems is like number one, but also taking extra time when you're writing an email or you're sending a message to really think things through and double check and proofread. And also keeping in mind that even if you say something really clearly, the other person might not completely understand it. So just really taking extra time to explain yourself and to triple check all of the details because it can be easy to make mistakes. Or I think the biggest thing I learned from Mercury Retrograde is that I often get an idea during that time that I think sounds so good. And I'm like, this is it. This is the answer to what I need to be working on now. And then by the time the retrograde ends, I'm kind of like, what was I thinking? That wasn't like the right thing to do. And so just keeping in mind like that can happen. Um, And so don't getting so don't get like so stuck to an idea that you feel like there's no other way. That's really more of a time to flow and use your intuition more than your logical mind, which we are usually using most of the time. Right. And if maybe if something does come up, if there is miscommunication with a person, this is a really good time to be mindful that, okay, it was simple miscommunication. Like we don't need to get angry. We don't need to get hostile. You know, it could have been something you told them three times, but we know that, that this is happening. So just, just be mindful in your response to things as well. Yeah. And just returning to your self-care too, because I think we get so caught up in expectations. So Mm. when things don't work out, we're like, oh, that was the way it had to work out. And now everything's a failure. And really it's when things like that happen in general in the universe, you're trying to be like your attention is meant to be on something else. Um, And so just seeing every cue that happens as a lesson, like something you're meant to be learning rather than like being punished the universe. I think it's just good overall mindset to have. You know what? That's that's such a great way to look at it because you're not ever really punished by the universe. It's always a lesson. And what you choose to do with that lesson is totally in your court. Yeah, absolutely. I was just kind of reflecting on that the other day, how the worst things that have ever happened to me in my life ended up being the best things because I learned what I needed to learn to be a better, stronger person. Aren't I, I say that all the time. Like the worst things always have the best lessons attached to them because one, you you grow from them. And if if you're not growing from them, then you're just staying stagnant, which no one it doesn't serve anyone any good to stay stagnant, but you grow through that experience. You're then able to help others, you know, maybe who are going to that same experience. You have better advice. You just have a better outlook of, oh man, you know, like I, I got through that. What, what else does life have for me? Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what we're here to do is learn and grow. So it would be kind of boring if we weren't doing that. I know, right? I love it. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. So I wanted, there's so much information in astrology. I just really wanted to be able to share it in a way people can understand and use because it's so incredibly powerful, but no one's going to figure that out if they can't get like an access point to it as horoscopes are really great, but there's so many people out there that like maybe one day the horoscope is just not really jiving with them. And then they're like, astrology isn't real. But it's so real and there's so much more to it that you'll just never get to unless you have the ability to kind of see how it reflects 
in your own life and resonates with you. So that's what my podcast is all about. I have every other episode, I kind of share something or teach something about astrology to help you use it in your own life. And then the other episodes are me interviewing people about their career, especially like really unique careers that people have to kind of show people what's possible. And then we talk about their birth chart and how it reflects their calling and how they're kind of channeling that into their life. I think what's really what you you hit on was some people don't think astrology is real real but what some people also don't realize is astrology is actually like ancient like mm. it's it's so ancient and if you think about it Venus was named after you know the goddess of the Roman goddess and so was Mars and so if you think of it that way and they were following our planets and mapping them out that way why wouldn't it affect us today, you know? So things like Mercury going retrograde, if the moon can control our tides, why can't Mercury control our communication, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's so, so old. And really what my job is, is to kind of pass down this information and interpret it in a modern lens that people can actually understand. And you were saying like, you're still learning more things about your birth chart. I'm still learning things about mine too. Even though I study it every day and I'm very aware of what's happening, there's always so much more to learn and it's so fascinating. Do you learn from other astrologers as well? I did in the beginning, but now I mostly learn from talking to people about their charts. So when I'm going through someone's chart, I might see something I've never seen before, like an interesting combination of planets or signs. And then I kind of hear from them how it plays out in their life. So I start to build up kind of this like bank of experiences of how this is how this played out for that person. And this is how this is playing out for this person. And it just helps me form kind of my own hypothesis or like philosophy on it all over time. That's so interesting. Now I'm interested to know, do you use anything else as far as your spiritual development? Like, do you follow numerology or anything like that? Um, I don't really follow numerology that much. However, I will say it is closely aligned with astrology. Yeah. Uh, when I have seen someone say, this is this number day, I'm like, that's what's going on in astrology too, which is really cool. That is really um, cool. But I do use tarot cards and crystals and essential oils and all of those other kind of woo-woo things. <laughs> but Natalie, tell our listeners where they can connect with you more and learn about you more and maybe even get their own birth chart done by you. Yeah, so you can find out more about me at soulshineastrology.com. I have a blog and my podcast episodes up there as well as the ability to order a reading. And you can also find me on Instagram at soulshineastrology. I'm on there almost every day talking about the moon and what's going on and giving you inspiration to go towards your dreams, yes. <laughs> which is a very Pisces thing to do. <laughs> And you can also find me on iTunes and Spotify for my podcast, The Cosmic Calling. Yes. And I, your posts are always very positive. So if you, even if sometimes like I'm feeling something, I've, I've clicked over to your page and I'm like, okay, why am I feeling that? What's happening right now? So I go to your page as like a resource to kind of figure out what's happening in planetary alignment to, to understand maybe the emotions that I'm having. So I encourage a lot of our followers to go, or listeners to go follow Natalie because her, her page is so informational, informational and useful. And I love it. 
Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's also really nice to see all the people commenting that are also going through the same thing that you are. And it just helps connect us as a collective to know it's, we're all in it together. Yes, you are not alone ever. Well, thanks again, Natalie, for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. As a reminder, Mercury goes retrograde on November 16th and then turns direct December 6th. So now is a really good time to follow Natalie and expand your knowledge on astrology. You can find direct links to Natalie's website and social platforms on this week's episode notes found at mindbizlife.com. And don't forget that I have a listener survey on my website. It's a simple three-question survey that just helps me learn more about you, the listener. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. I've been sharing your reviews on MindBizLife website as well as the MindBizLife Instagram account. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned how to navigate through the upcoming retrograde with ease. I'll see you back here next week. And until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.